Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Asparagus is a common item at any grocery store. The green, fibrous vegetable is always a great addition to a casserole or pasta and also makes for a fantastic side dish. It's never too hard to find and retails for about $3 or $4 per bunch. While most of us are familiar with this mainstream variety, there's another type of asparagus that's much rarer and used by some of the top chefs in the country. I recently paid $252 for an 11-pound case of white asparagus from the Loire Valley and then had to basically give it away because two days later, the order came down that the restaurants were closed, right? I couldn't return it, so that was an enormous amount of money for me. That's Carrie Nahabedian, a Michelin-starred and James Beard award-winning chef based out of Chicago. Nahabedian is the co-owner and executive chef of two Chicago restaurants, Brindy, a French fine dining restaurant, and Costali by Naha, a contemporary take on European-African cuisine. She knows firsthand just how hard it can be to succeed in the food hospitality business. Small margins, shifting trends, and long hours are just some of the common stressors facing many restaurateurs. As a fine dining chef, Nahabedian is always on the lookout for new exotic ingredients that can transform a dish. But as a chef and business owner, she says it can be tough sometimes for customers to understand the hefty price tag behind some of these luxury ingredients. Wagyu and all the Kobe beef and the different type of high-end Japanese beef. At the end of the day, it's really delicious, but I think there's only a certain market where it can go to, and it should be a one-bite kind of thing. But I don't see a server going to a table and trying to tell the average American that this four-ounce piece of meat is going to cost them $250, and it's going to fly. Nahabedian agrees that the price for some items isn't justified. A good example is the current trendy infusion of CBD into food products. They can charge whatever they want because it's the new hot thing. It's the new miracle drug. I saw at the store the other day here in Florida, blueberry honey with CBD. So I looked at it because I was looking to buy some honey, but I just looked at it just to see what it was all about. And I turned over, it was $45. And I was just like, are you kidding me? Like, really? CBD is purported to have several benefits, from pain relief to anti-anxiety properties. But is the price high because of the production cost or because it's a novelty item in the market? For many of the ingredients Nahabedian chooses, she justifies the cost based on the number of hours needed to create, harvest, and ship the niche product. I do know that in Armenia, a jar of rose petal marmalade has 400 roses in one pound of marmalade. So 400 roses had to be picked by hand and processed and cooked and then put into a jar. 
So how much would you pay for that? You know, is $12 too much or is $12 too little? So that's the dilemma when you deal with rare and luxury ingredients. But sometimes this mentality gets lost in translation by certain diners. When you have to explain to a guest, Oh, it's prosciutto. They look at it, oh, it's ham. Not everyone understands that this pig ate acorns for eight months and that it was dry cured and air dried and just every bit of loving tenderness went into it. And then they just eat it and go, oh, yeah, it's just ham. In terms of taste trends, Nahabedian says that more Americans have been gravitating towards trying Middle Eastern spices like turmeric and Afghani saffron in recent years. They've heard about these Middle Eastern spices from Iran and Syria and Israel, and maybe they can't ever go there, but they want to taste that food. So I think certainly the spice area has really been ramped up. Susan Spungen also works in the food hospitality industry and says that more people have begun to embrace lesser-known spices and ingredients in an effort to add more flavors that pack a punch. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One that's, I think, you know, the Otto-Lenghi effect is, you know, everybody being much more familiar with and comfortable with sort of Middle Eastern and North African ingredients like harissa, za'atar, sumac, you know, using a lot of creamy yogurt with our dishes, and tahini, of course. We can't forget tahini. Spungen is a cook, food stylist, and author of the cookbook, Open Kitchen, Inspired Food for Casual Gatherings. So what exactly is a food stylist? Spungen puts it as a professional that's hired to cook and make sure the food looks perfect for movies, advertising, and editorial spreads. Previously, she's worked on movie sets like Julie and Julia and Eat, Pray, Love. Through her career, Spungen has perfected how to create meals that appeal to a wide palate and get people thinking differently about what they do and don't like. For example, take flan, which is a caramel pudding, and mix it up by infusing it with the floral herb chamomile. The flan is a very neutral flavored dish, but I just thought, what flavor could I add to this to kind of almost enhance or deepen the flavor that's already there? And I thought about chamomile tea. And honestly, it's not an unusual ingredient. You can buy chamomile tea in any supermarket, right? So it's just you might not have thought of using it in a dessert, but it's a lovely combination. Spungen also finds joy in cooking the unloved vegetables that most people tend to stray away from. 
whether it's beets or eggplant or Brussels sprouts, I think a lot of people have realized, oh, those are pretty good when you roast them. But I think so much of that is based on like maybe having them badly prepared at some point in their life, and then they're not really willing to try it again. I can't tell you how many people I've served beets to over the years that say, I don't like beets, and then they eat them. They're like, oh, these are really good. (laughs) Or the same with eggplant. The uh, texture can be kind of wrong if you cook it wrong, but if you cook it right, it's delicious. So the next time you're out on the town, take some time to think about each ingredient on your plate. What role does it play in the overall dish? Is there a different flavor it could pair well with? Could you try using this ingredient at home? To find out more about this topic, our guests, Carrie Nahabedian and Susan Spungen, visit viewpointsradio.org. This segment was written and produced by Amira Zaveri and originally aired in May 2020. Studio production by Jason Dickey. I'm Marty Peterson. Viewpoints returns in just a moment. Coming up next week. If you can show a good money personality, one where you've got good values around how you acquire, how you use, and how you manage money, those patterns will be passed along generations. Making your money work for you rather than the other way around. Then. There's an algorithm called the Rave algorithm, which is one of the main ones that they're using to do all of this AI voice cloning, which has kind of taken the internet by storm. Will human musicians be a relic of the past? I'm Marty Peterson. And I'm Gary Price. These stories in depth on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints. That's Viewpoints for this week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to learn more about upcoming shows and find a library of past programs on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Plus, you'll always find previous segments and more information about our guests at viewpointsradio.org. Join us again next week for another edition of Viewpoints. Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.